Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 4, verses 7 through 15. This is the second part in Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. You might remember where we left it off last time. The text told us that Jesus had to pass through Samaria. We talked about what it meant that he had to. And by the time he gets to Jacob's well, he's wearied from his journey, so he sat down at about noon. Before we pick this text up, I want to ask you to remember a time when you were really thirsty. The last time I remember being really thirsty was a week or two ago when I'd been busy all day and then I went to the school for basketball practice. And partway through basketball practice, I realized, man, I'm thirsty. In fact, when I thought about it, I realized I hadn't really drank anything all day long. I went out to the hallway where the drinking fountain is and I was sucking water down like a camel at a desert oasis. When I think about being thirsty, it takes me back to my elementary school days when we would run and run in the hot sun during recess or during gym. And then we'd come spilling back into the school and stop at the drinking fountain and you'd have to wait and wait for the kids in front of you and finally you got your chance at that nice cold water and just gulped and gulped and gulped until your thirst was quenched. Well, Jesus is thirsty in this text, and it's also going to reveal that this Samaritan woman is thirsty in a different way. We're not going to complete the whole text today, but we're going to get a little bit further down the road. Let's jump into verse 7. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. So we talked a little bit about this in our previous devotion that the Jews and the Samaritans were bitter enemies. The Samaritans were viewed as half-breeds, both physically, because their ancestors had been Jews from the northern kingdom who intermarried with Gentiles, which was a no-no in that culture. They were also kind of half-breeds doctrinally. They had a Pentateuch of their own, that is, the first five books of the Bible. They had their own temple. And so they kind of had a watered-down half-version of Judaism that the Jews despised. They'd been in conflict with each other for decades or centuries. And as a result, it says Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Or another way to understand that is they do not share the use of things. And the reason they don't share the use of things is because the Jews would believe that to share things with the Samaritans would make them ceremonially unclean. You certainly wouldn't ask a Samaritan for water or handle anything that they handled, drink out of anything that they offered. So this Samaritan woman is perplexed that a Jew would ask her for water. And then on top of that, it's a woman. He's a man. And again, in that culture, there's just such a divide between the two that it makes no sense to her that Jesus would be willing to drink water from her. By the way, this kind of separation, this kind of gap is an example of the kind of separation between us and God because of our uncleanness and his holiness. And it makes no sense that God would stretch himself across that gap by bringing Christ so that we could be reconciled to him through faith in Jesus' death and resurrection. That's not the point of this text, but that's something that stood out to me as I was thinking about this text. So she asks him, why a Jew like you would ever ask for a drink of water from a Samaritan woman like me, Jesus answered her, verse 10, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Jesus is saying to her, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me for water and the water that I would give you would be living water. When Jesus uses the phrase living water, he's not talking about H2O. 
In fact, when we get to John 7, verses 38 and 39, here's what Jesus says using the same phrase, living water. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this is what he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. So when Jesus tells this Samaritan woman he would have given her living water, he's referring to the Spirit of God, which would flow through her as a result of her putting her faith and trust in Christ. The woman, of course, is oblivious to all this. Which reminds me, friends, we have the great benefit of looking back on this whole story with 2020 vision. We have the entire story laid out for us. We can connect all the dots. We can understand this stuff in a way that the people who actually were there never understood it, which is awesome. Verse 11, the woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father, Jacob? He gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. So again, this woman is kind of saying, well, who are you? Or maybe, who do you think you are? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who was originally given this well? How are you going to get this living water you don't even have anything to draw from this deep well with? Verse 13, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. And that's where we're going to stop for today. I wonder if this interaction with the Samaritan woman in John 4 reminds you at all of Jesus' interaction with Nicodemus in John chapter 3. In both interactions, Jesus is speaking in terms of visible, physical aspects of the real world. In chapter 3, it was birth, talking to Nicodemus. In chapter 4, he's talking about water with the Samaritan woman. But he's using these physical, real-world examples to teach about the unseen spiritual world. When we continue in our next devotion, we'll see more of how that plays out. But for now, this woman is confounded and perplexed, trying to understand how the things Jesus is saying could be true about real water that you drink with your mouth. And maybe a good takeaway for us today goes back to the theme of thirst. Because you and I thirst for many things, not just water, not just liquid to drink. We thirst for significance. We thirst for acceptance. We thirst for a solution to the most significant problem that we face, which is our brokenness and the separation it causes between us and others and us and our Creator. And all of those thirsts are quenched by what Jesus Christ offers to those who would put their faith and trust in Him. Come back next time for more of the Samaritan woman's interaction with Jesus. Until then, thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at Christian Crusaders where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.